Hey, beautiful lady, welcome along to episode 38 of the Girls Get Confident podcast. I am Janelle Hosking, and I'm so excited to have you here today. We have a very special guest on the show. We want you to be a little bit open-minded for this episode. You know that we are all about sharing with you ways that you can grow more confidence in yourself. And this episode is going to go deep into something a little bit different. It's a little bit spiritual. Now, Now, I don't do these episodes often because part of me feels like you won't like them, but I have done a couple in the past, you know, throughout the existence of this show throughout 2022, and they've actually done really well, which makes me feel like you do resonate or you're at least curious about what there is out there in terms of spirituality. And I wholeheartedly believe that this can really help you on your journey of becoming your best self. It has absolutely helped me. And I've only been, say, practicing or really openly exploring it for the past few months, which you will hear more about in the episode. So please enjoy. I hope there is at least one lesson or learning that you can take away. Our guest, Tyra, is amazing at sharing stories, and I just love her accent as well. So sit back, relax clear your mind, try not to be distracted and just take it all in. I would love to hear what you think of this episode. Give me a DM on Instagram, girlsget underscore HQ, or you can see all of the links in the description below. I'll make sure that they are in there because I would just love to hear your learnings and takeaways from this episode. All right, that is enough from me. Beautiful. Let's get into it. This podcast was created for women who want to grow their confidence and make themselves a priority so they can get their life back. I'm Janelle and this is the Girls Get Confident podcast. Welcome to the show. I left full-time employment at the end of June 2022 and one month into self-employed life, I was sitting in my car and I was looking at my bank account. And I find myself having a little bit of a freak out all about money. So I was thinking, what can I do to help me to get more clients and to grow? Girls get. And I feel like I was filling up my time with all of the things, you know, there was no space left in the calendar. It was all in there, but it wasn't really working. And so my mind went to two places. The first place was keep going, push harder, do more, just try new things, add more and fill up all of the space possible and something's going to work. But then the second thought was, well, what about taking a foot off the pedal to relax and to just allow myself some space to really lean in on this knowing inside of me that it's all working out in every single moment. And I don't know about you listening to those two options, but the one that felt better to me was the take the foot off. (laughs) Don't know if that's like the lazy part in me, (laughs) but I was like, you know what? I've been doing the pushing. I've been doing all of the things And it it doesn't feel like it's getting me anywhere apart from overwhelming me a lot more. So why don't we actually try this other path? And so for the past couple months now, as I've continued on this self-employment journey, I have been testing this relaxing more and just this sense of trust and this knowing. And I was so lucky this year to meet an amazing friend. Her name is Tyra Omalade. I hope I've said that correct, Tyra. She mm-hmm. is an absolute wealth of knowledge of spirituality and connecting with guides to help us on our mission for our greatest good. And why this is relevant today is because this is something that I have really leaned on in the past few months to help me on this journey of taking a foot off the pedal and letting go a little bit more. So I felt really called to share 
this with you girls get confident ladies I know that a few months ago we had another guest on talking all, all about um, past life regression and just kind of opening us up to the world of spirituality so to me it is perfect timing to have Tyra on she is a spiritual coach and guide who helps women to align with their life purpose using the power of ancient wisdom and the goddess-centered lifestyle. I absolutely freaking love this, Tyra. How are you, beautiful? <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate you. I am well. How are you, Janelle? Oh, I'm so good, and I am so much better knowing that we have got you on the show today. Oh. Tyra is very hard to lock down. She's got a full calendar, this lady does, and it's all full <laughs> with aligned soul work why don't you tell us Tyra a little bit about yourself and also where you're from as well because I believe you are our first international guest oh my gosh I'm so excited Mm -hmm. um yes I live in the United States in Tennessee Nashville which a lot of people know about amazing um, yes Nashville um Yeah, and I have recently actually retired from being a full-time stay-at-home mom. Mm. But during that time, you know, I have been tooling around with doing readings and being a spiritual guide. Um, But yeah, my sons have gone on. So now my husband and I um, are now living the empty, empty nester life. And I am doing everything I can to get out and help women step into their power. Mm, I absolutely love that and I know that ladies listening will identify with you know having children leaving the nest and that empty empty nest syndrome is a huge huge thing and that's something that I've worked a lot with with ladies throughout my coaching business as well and it is just so empowering helping women to realize hey there's more to life life's not over Mm. just because your children are no longer in your care yes you're still a mother but you can also be other things as well so that's so special that you're on that journey and amazing that now you have time and space available to be able to give more to other women so I'm really excited to hear just what goodness you have to share with us today and I thought it would be amazing to start with the I just think not a lot of people myself included which you and I have talked about this before really identify as being a spiritual person and you know I would love to get your thoughts Um, and I guess your personal experience, because people resonate with stories. How did you get to a place in your life where you became open to, you know, spirituality? Okay. For me. Yeah. I've always been spiritual. I'm one of those people who working with spirits and spiritual things happening is as natural as breathing. Wow. So now now that's not to say I haven't had times when I've gotten a little bit creeped out, Mm -hmm. but, um, and it's not to say that I was born into a family that understood my spiritual views. Mm. But even as a little girl, I remember I was about six or seven and I heard, ask your mom what you're supposed to do when you grow up. And I was like, Mama, they say you're supposed to know what I'm, you know, what I'm supposed to do when I grow up. So tell me. And she was just looking like, I have no idea what you're talking about. I don't know wow. what you're supposed to do. Um, but, you know, I was raised Christian like a lot of people I know were mm-hmm. and went to church. And, you know, in my mind, I was Christian mm-hmm. and following that path. And as I began to get older, I was like, I just have a different view. Like, I, I don't believe God is sending people to hell. Mm. I was like 15 or 16. I just said, this doesn't make sense. God is all knowing. And, you know, under, if God is all knowing and I was like, God is all knowing and understands, why would God send people to hell? Like, it just did not make sense to me. Mm-hmm. And so um, I began to hear a call mm-hmm. and it was just like a pool where I was, you know, like when I was about 16, I told my mom, I really don't want to go through confirmation in the Catholic church. Mm -hmm. I was raised Catholic, which in a way Catholicism helped to cultivate this in me because I remember they had this place where you could go light candles for the ancestors. Well, they didn't use the word ancestors. It was just your family members who died, light this candle. Maybe they won't be stuck in purgatory. Wow. 
And I just remember being so drawn to those candles. I used to love praying the rosary and working with, you know, Mother Mary. Yeah. So the Catholic Church actually kind of helped, you know, cultivate my inner spiritual weirdo. Mm-hmm. But I just remember feeling like this is not for me. This religion doesn't feel right. And once I got into my, tw- well, actually, once I went off to college around 18 or 19, I could just feel my whole worldview shift. I started changing the way I um, was eating mm. and just the things that I would open myself up to. And eventually I began to hear about African spirituality. Wow. And th- another question that I had that was just like really chomping inside of me or it was just like constantly on my mind is why is God he and not she? Where's mm. the she part of this? Mm. Right. And these were things just, that just kind of naturally came into my mind. What what were, I am African-American mm-hmm. in the United States. And so one of the things that I had a question about was, what was the religion of my ancestors before they were brought over here on the slave ship? Like y'all trying to give me the cosign to this religion. And this is actually a religion that enslaved my ancestors Mm. and at least give me the decency of letting me know what did my ancestors do before we were brought over here. Mm -hmm. And everyone would say, oh, it doesn't matter. Even other (laughs) African-Americans, it doesn't matter. I'm like, really? It matters to me. And just one day I said, I just want to know the truth. Mm -hmm. I was probably about 29, 28, 29. My mother had died. When I was 27, and that was the thing that really, that was the catalyst that made me say, I've got to figure out what is this thing that's calling me to investigate mm. or look into, there's something spiritually different about me. I just don't see things the way other people do. And I found two books when I said, one day I just said, all right, God, all I want to know is the truth. Wow. That's it. It does not have to line up with what I believe or what's Mm going to make me feel comfortable. Just tell me the truth. And I found two books. One book was the book your church doesn't want you to read or something (laughs) like that. And the other one was the lost books of the Bible. And, um, I didn't even read both books in entirety. It was just like what I read was enough to make Mm. me say it's too many questions. I'm no longer Christian. I'm just curious. I need Mm. to figure out what's going on. And it was at that point that I jumped fully onto the path with lots of sweat under my arm, (laughs) Um, sweat on my brow and knees knocking and said, I've got to figure this out. Now, I've always been, I've always had a gift of knowing, Mm. Um, but that was more of a, that was just my natural way of being. And we can talk about that, um, how that looked, but the actual conscious Stepping onto the path was definitely around my mid-20s into my early 30s. So That is so fantastic. And what I'm hearing you sharing is that you, for your whole life, have just been yeah curious and you've questioned things and you haven't taken things for face value or as people have told you they are. And that is such a powerful skill. It is a skill mm. that not everybody has. I think it is one that can be learned, but if you, you know, if you're lucky enough to be born with that skill, we should nurture that because in my view, that is what would create the the best leaders or like the best intentioned leaders you know the people who don't just listen to what they're told and they're willing to stand out on their own and forge a new path and that's probably why I connect with you so much Tyra because I'm the same if you tell me to do something I'm not just going to do it I'm going to ask you why and then I'm going to keep asking you why to make sure you really know why I should be doing it you know and like make me make me believe why (laughs) (laughs) I love that so much so then so beautiful so let's say around 29 you were like okay I'm no longer Catholic I'm curious I am just exploring say my Mm -hmm. sense of self and what else is out there and I'm using um God outside of being Catholic to help me on that path what happened between then and now to get you to this place where you do card readings for people you are so knowledgeable in astrology and you are really connected to your ancestors and your guides like what were the pivotal moments that helped you along that journey to get from there to here 
Um, no, the first one actually stems back to my childhood mm. where I was actually extremely wise mm-hmm. and gullible at the same time. I used to have so much wisdom. It was just, I could see things. All the adults would call me wise beyond my year, my years. Although, you know, I was just really green. My mother did a really good job of keeping me protected and wow. in a bubble. And so um, that was part of it is just me actually having the, being that friend mm. that a lot of people come to and talk to when they have problems. So I just always had this knack and people would say things like, you really should go become a psychologist. And I'm like, there's no way I'm going to be a psychologist. Um and so misery will make you get up and do some things mm-hmm. and to live a lie and to not explore my gift or whatever this call was, was making me feel horrible. Mm-hmm. And so the first thing I had to do was to um, accept that either I was going to figure out what was this call in my life mm-hmm. Or I was going to just be completely miserable, which meant I had to actually really buck against the system. My husband is a pastor now. He mm-hmm. was a budding preacher at the time. My father-in-law was a pastor. And we were actually living in the same city, going to his church. You know, just everyone in our family so devout Christian for the most part. But the good news was my husband was like, go fi- figure yourself out. Wow. I'm going to go figure myself out. And so that was one thing that I just needed to happen that would allow me to actually go on ahead and explore is mm. just to make sure that I was going to be safe doing it. Yes. Um, my mother, her passing was extremely pivotal mm. for me because it, it, I was extremely close to my mom and um, I was there when she passed. It was mm. like nothing I ever experienced. I've never experienced it since, but well, not that in particular, <laughs> but the connection that mm. I needed to have with my mom after she passed was so great that I was willing to believe that there were ancestors, which I do consider ancestors to be guides. Mm-hmm. And this stems from my um, my ancestral or the African traditional spirituality, which when I was in my mid-20s, that's when I really started learning more about it. Some people yeah. may have heard of Iyanla Van Zant. She's on, she works with Oprah a lot. She was actually like, I consider her one of my first teachers. And wow. um, she had all these books and in these books were things like, um, it was about ancestral veneration. I was mm. like, ancestral veneration? Yo, what like, is that? that? <laughs> yeah, no, I was like, this sounds like some voodoo hoodoo something. I don't know. Um, And then um, she talked about blessing your head, Mm -hmm. which is the higher self is what a lot of people will hear that as. Mm. And I just remember initially thinking, this is a little weird, but after my mom passed, oh, I was pouring those libations and I was blessing my head. It's a special ritual. And I just started noticing I was feeling better. And so Mm. everything that I did, where once I did it, I was like, no, I'm aligned. I feel good. I'm not going to stop this. I just kept going. And so I found two teachers who are very eclectic. Mm. Like they never drilled down on one religion, the Mm. name of, or their philosophy is many paths, one truth. It was a husband and a wife. And once I started working with them, that's when my spiritual growth and development started um, moving forward even more quickly. Cause now I had guides. I'm not going to lie. I was a part of the Oprah Change Your Life TV movement. Wow. What is that? Yes. Can you just explain? Because maybe I'm a bit young, but I'm not sure. what. And obviously, I know what Oprah is. I've read her book. She's amazing. Yes. But what, what is that movement? Yes. I'm, okay. Good, good that you said that. Um, <laughs> so at some point, Oprah started bringing on all these spiritual teachers. Mm. I learned so much. I remember learning from this one woman. And I think this is something important for people who are curious about guides yeah. to understand. Mm. And that is... Um, we are consciousness and a body. If we really begin to question who are we really, mm-hmm. um, the higher teaching, because I know we have what we can see, but the higher teaching um, indicates that we are, you know, life force energy that has incarnated in a body. 
But what has happened is that we have forgotten. I don't remember who this lady is, but when she said it, I was like, that's the truth right there. I knew that I knew that I knew. I was like, okay, so it's simply that I have forgotten. I just need to remember. Oh, my God. She had um, Gary Zukoff on there. Um, I can't remember. I think she had Iyanla, Deepak Chopra, mm. so many people. We would tune in. I, maybe it was like the late 90s or something. All of us were tuning in, and we were having all these conversations wow. about these different spiritual topics. Yeah. And, you know, for someone who doesn't, I would, just wasn't a part of a community with people talking like this, mm. it was like a lifeline. And so, you know, I did the Oprah Change Your Life TV and it, it was just like I started to learn more mm. and more. Um, but working with my teachers, we started doing things like initiation, which is um, consciously stepping onto our spiritual path mm. in, in a way where we are able to move past the forgetfulness and step into a greater or more expansive way of understanding who and what we are. Mm -hmm. So working with my teachers, I've done two initiations and, and, and working with them, I don't know how it is with other people, but working with them, there's a lot of introspective work and a mm. lot of peeling away the layers of conditionings yeah. that we do. And the more I did that, the more I, I was already awake and very in tune with the non-seen world, the unseen world but it became even greater mm. so that, um, you know, I could consciously work with this energy and get results. Mm. And that's something that's important to me is that mm. people realize when you do this work, you should be getting results. If you're not getting results, yeah. we might need to just kind of like see what's going on. This is how guides work because I believe guides are connected to our destiny. Mm -hmm. Our destiny I see as an entity I see it as a being, actually. Mm -hmm. It is full of wisdom. It has everything that we need to know in it. And our destiny will send um, indicators of th go left, go right, keep straight, turn around. Mm -hmm. And so one of my indicators was one time we were going to a spiritual retreat with my godparents, is what we call them, my teachers. <laughs> and I was taking a friend who mm -hmm. did not really know them. Mm -hmm. And on the, the right there, she was like, hey, you know, we had this eclipse that happened in Virgo and these eclipses in Virgo and Pisces. And at the time, I had been doing readings for years, but I was like, huh, maybe I need to get to know this astrology a little bit better because I'm not understanding, you know, like, I don't know what this means. Mm. I went on. That was September. Well, we had the election here in the United States and it shook me. I'm not going to lie. I was one of the ones that was like shook. Mm. And I was, I had so many questions like what is going on? What year was this? It, 2016 is when I first heard that from about the, well, yeah, 2016, even for the election. Okay. So at the top of 2017, I was so lost and like confused mm. and I'm, you know, it was like, I need somebody to be telling me where we headed. Mm. I just need to know. None of the spiritual teachers were speaking, <laughs> but the astrologers were. Wow. And so I said, well, you know what? I'm just going to turn on the, you know, on, on astrology and see what's going on. And as they began to talk, I began to see what they were saying. And I was like, whoa, I need to get into this astrology. Mm. Well, that was, you know, top of January, I start listening to astrology. And then around March, which is my birthday, um, I had a dream where I was a nurse working in a clinic with another nurse. Wow. And there was a patient there, and I thought, I need to go close the front door mm -hmm. um, or lock it because, you know, it was just us, and we didn't want anyone else to come in. And as I walked to the door, I, I end up feeling like, well, no, I end up like, oh, my God, I'm dying, and it was a heart attack. I could feel the life force leaving out of my body. Mm -hmm. And um, I just remember in the dream thinking, I just don't want to hit the floor. And so I wheeled my body to walk over to sit down on the couch. And as I was sitting on the couch, I yelled out to the other nurse. I said, gift, gift. 
And she never came for me. She didn't even hear me. I just sat right there on that couch and I died. And I woke up from the dream and I was crying. And I said, I am going to use my gifts because I still wasn't fully using them at that point. Yeah. And that is what made me dive head first into astrology only to realize that the friend who just so happened to mention the eclipses where it caught my attention that was the eclipse it was in a major eclipse that happened for me wow that was the eclipse that Mm -hmm. happened and from there you know prior to I was already doing readings but from there I just got deeper into it and I haven't stopped. I've been on the go ever since. Like I'm helping everybody. I'm telling everybody everything <laughs> yes. I know. So, so that's a little bit of my journey. Wow. And so your friend was the messenger for your destiny yes. and for the direction mm-hmm. in which you were to go in next. And mm-hmm. to circle back to what you were talking about before, because I think this is really powerful and how you said that, you know, paraphrasing (laughs) but like through dark times and through challenges that's when we like that's when we make the changes that we need to or you know like we'll we'll always stay the same if if there's no reason for us to change or if things aren't that freaking bad we'll Mm -hmm. just stay because Mm -hmm. that's who we are as humans like we've gone a little bit lazy over time (laughs) so it makes me think that when you were talking about your mother and and being there when she passed and from then on really kind of opened you know obviously you'd been spiritually minded and whatnot but it really opened you to taking action and to looking do you think part of that was in you wanting to know that your mum was still out there and that your mum was you know doing okay and that she was watching over you and what was next to come for you in your life absolutely Mm. absolutely even now yeah I consider so you know just to keep it tied into the theme I consider my mom to be one of my guides if I need help I talk to my mom Mm. but part of me having that relationship with my mom as a guide is me being open to believe that she's not just like you live and you die Mm. or like one of my aunts was like your mom is not here with you she's Mm. not surrounding you because I kept feeling like I was feeling my mom's presence and Mm. here's another way that we connect with our guys through our dreams I would see my mom in my dreams and for somebody who is struggling (laughs) to to even I used to tell myself even if I'm wrong I don't care it's helping me to survive but totally literally Mm. there have been nights when I would go to bed and I would say you have to come see me in my dream tonight mom and, you know, I always tell people, see, the thing about be- working with guides mm. is it doesn't logically make sense. Yeah. And I just have the kind of mind that is okay with things that don't make sense. Um, and so people will say, well, maybe she came because, you know, you were thinking about her right before you went to bed. So I'm like, what? yeah, or maybe <laughs> she came she still to came. see me in my dreams. <laughs> right. Oh. Um, so... Absolutely, it was my desire to stay connected to my mm. mom, and it's mm. still extremely important. My mom died 25 years ago, and I still mm. talk to my mom. Yeah. Oh, I just think that is so beautiful, and I'm feeling really emotional in listening to that because when I first, which is really recent, by the way, like my my first conversations and wanting to say open up to guides. I called you, Tyra. This is for the lovely ladies listening. I called Tyra, and I was like, so. I want to connect with guides because life feels really hard right now and I'm really stuck and I don't know what to do and I don't know if I'm doing the right thing and and it's just all too much for me and I want to I want to surrender and I want to take the fear away and I want to release the control that I'm having on my life and inside my mind like it is not healthy and so my question to you Tyra then and I'm going to ask it again now for the ladies at home is Mm -hmm. we've talked a little bit about spirituality you've been talking about guides but for the people who have never connected to guides myself a couple months ago Mm -hmm. in the simplest form one what are guides and in what shapes can they be you know family Mm. passed on and and archangels that type of thing and then Mm. two how can you begin to connect with them yes 
So um, guides you can see as non-physical. Mm-hmm. Um, you can call them forces, um, entities, and they come in a myriad of um, forms. Um, another word is energies, mm. different energies that carry different, um, like they have different purposes. Um, and so one thing I love about guides is that they are very sensitive to how the individual is. People crack me up like, I don't want them coming through, you know, <laughs> scaring me. <laughs> but they already know like your fear level mm. and they really don't want to scare you. So they're willing to show up in whatever way is best for mm. that person. Mm-hmm. And ways that I think are important for people to connect with their guides. Number one, invite them in and just let them know, I just need you to come in super gentle, you know, uh, and, and but I'm willing, mm. I'm willing. Because mm. it's difficult to be skeptical and actually see the guides. Now that's when they're gonna kind of come through with a little bit of force and fun. And we don't want that, okay? We just, nice and easy, nice Mm. and easy. Um, So, you know, you mentioned the angels, the archangels, um, ancestors. And I always tell people, just call on your ancestors of light. Because some people are like, girl, my ancestors though. (laughs) You have to preface, right? Like through some of the books I've been reading the past few months talk about bringing or opening yourself up to your guides, but you're prefacing saying of the highest good. So when you're opening up that channel, which also helps you if you're scared and not really knowing what to expect, you're only opening up a a space for guides that are there for your good and the good of the universe. Mm -hmm. So I love that point because what I want to let everyone know is mm. there are rules. Mm. They don't, these spirits and guys, they don't just show up willy nilly. That's why people, some people aren't connected okay. because they're rules. If you're like, no, I don't want your help. Guess what? They're like, well, you know what? No. We're she said help no. you. <laughs> right. Go, go. They'll want to help you yeah. and they may help you like in life and death situations, mm-hmm. but um, for the most part, there is it's a level of respect. It's rules, and they can't just show up. If if an energy were to show up and you didn't like it, you could always say leave. You can't mm. stay, and it has to. So I want everyone to know that when we call in these guides, you know, especially if we're calling them by names, like the guides that can help me with my career, mm. or the guides that can help me with the relationship, the ancestors that can help me. I'm going to take you back to my Catholic days. Mm. When I was a girl, I learned about all these saints in Catholicism. And so this was me working with guides, actually working with the Catholic church did me some good, even though I don't want anything to do (laughs) with it. It gave you a bit of a foundation. Yes. So I remember reading through this book of saints one day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This little girl in Mississippi reading through this little book of saints. And so I began to realize, oh, it's a saint for everything. And one popular one is St. Anthony. And to this day, I will call on St. Anthony, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, and then I started realizing, well, I don't quite know what to call this saint. Like, my, my parents were selling their home. Mm-hmm. And my mom was like, hey, I need you to be here when the real estate agent comes through. And I was like, I don't know which one to call on. So I'm just going to call on the saints that help people sell their houses, help my parents sell their house. Do you know that house? So that person right there is the one that came. And I even remember feeling like this energy. And I just was like, buy this house. And sure enough, this lady bought the house. I was like, oh my gosh, this is exciting. (laughs) So it's like you actually can, they know who they are. Mm. And so you can call on your guides however you want them to show up. Mm-hmm. I will call on my ancestors. When I initiate it, I connect it with some guides. And see, I believe we're born with a dream team. That's how I see the guides. Mm. Get us a dream team. And, you know, one by one, each one reveals itself. And all we have to do is think about the magic and the mystery that has shown up in our lives. Like, oh my gosh, like, how did this happen so easily for me? Or... You know, it was just like a miracle. Mm. Oftentimes, miracles are coupled with there was some guide that opened the door, dropped a thought in your mind or Mm. something like, you know, I have to go back to the friend. I had not hung out with this friend. 
probably in 10 years. Yeah. I had not seen her. Yeah. Had not really been connected to her. We just, and I put this in quotes, just so happened to be on this trip where she said eclipses. One, mm. That's it. I had no mm. idea. Then the next thing I know, I know more about astrology than she knows now. Wow. So they, the, the guides will reveal themselves to you. So they were revealed to me through my initiations and, um, I, another one, okay, do you want to be connected with your guides? Go outside. Okay. Mother nature, mm. every piece of nature from the sky to the clouds, to the trees, to the grass, the flowers, even the animals. Can I share a quick All of those story? have the potential. Yes. So this happened last week. I'm planning an event and mm-hmm. it's, it's quite a big event, right? And I'm having some resistance around it. And so I'm just kind of procrastinating on it and trying to ask myself, like, do I really want to do this? Is this really what I'm supposed to be doing? And I just wasn't sure. So I then said, I was like, okay, guides of my highest good, please show me a sign that this is what I'm supposed to be doing, that this is what I'm meant to be working on. And so the whole idea with this event that I'm planning and my vision is that there would be thousands of people who get to experience Mm -hmm. this event. And so I, I... you know, I kind of surrendered it and I gave it up and (laughs) I literally looked out my window five minutes later and, um, I live on a one acre block of land Mm -hmm. and there was in, in my front paddock, there was nothing. There was none of my animals, no nothing. And right at that moment, as I looked out my window, both of my chickens, both of my lambs and two stranger ducks that I've never seen before, plus two cows in the neighbor's paddock, all came in front of my vision. I have chills. (laughs) And so I was like, okay, the symbolism that I'm taking from this is this is the people. This is the people who need this event that I'm trying to create. And they're coming to me through these animals and the guides are saying, yes, this is what you need to do. And it it didn't freak me out. I was like, I'm supported. You know, I felt so held in that moment because I'd been mm-hmm. in my head. I was like, I don't know what to do. I'm feeling resistance. It's too hard. Da, da, da. But then as soon as I gave it up, five minutes later, I see all those animals and I was like, that is incredible. Okay. I hear you and I'll do it. Wow. You know? Yeah. So wow. I love that you've said that guides can come in the form of say, um, like spirit and from ancestors um, to say like archetype, archangel, saint type things mm-hmm. and in the form of signs from animals or, you know, Animals plants, are some flowers. of the best. Oh, wow. <laughs> animals are some of the best guides. They really are. Um, guides, guides can also come in the body. You can just feel it. Like wow. some people will say, I remember I used to talk to this guy and he would say whatever, and he would say, my eye just twitched, so I know what I'm telling you is the truth. Ooh. You know, sometimes people say, I just felt a chill, so I know yeah. what I just told you is the truth. Yeah. And so it's having a concept that the universe is conspiring in your favor. Mm-hmm. And when I was listening to what you were talking about with the animals, come, you know, being the representative, like being that sign you needed to know mm. and how supported you felt, if, if we begin to understand that guides help us to feel supported, then we'll realize that we are ever presently guided. Mm. It's like never a time when we're not guided. Um, but it is about never feeling alone and knowing that the universe is conspiring in your favor. And that to me makes guides less scary. It just to me makes sense that you know, of course we're going to have some help because we're never alone. Um, so, yeah, I think that's what I have. That is so special. And for the second part of that question around the how, what does that look like? Or just some like options of things different people can try. Because I know one of the things you told me was about an offering and mm-hmm. I, I haven't done that one, but it does still come to mind. So if you just share a few different options that anyone can take on at whatever level of comfortability they have, that would just be amazing. Yeah, you know, um, the, the first step always though is, 
that you're willing. Mm. I, I have to really emphasize that, that you are okay. actually willing True. to hear from your guides. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then, like you said, the guides who are here for my highest and my greatest good of the highest order. Mm. And I have in my mind, look, my guides told me to say this. I know this probably sounds crazy (laughs) to some people, but my guides said, let folks know that um, we are of the highest order. Like we pride ourselves Mm. on being of the highest order. So y'all can be scary, but we we're good. We understand y'all need that confirmation. Mm -hmm. Um, So. One way, I, I really believe in the decks. I believe in the Oracle decks. Pull a card every day. Okay. And don't see it as the deck is giving you the reading. Mm. You allow your guides or you just, you have a feeling because that's what the guides feel like. Or that, you know, in my mind, in the body, it feels like a feeling. You, It's a pulling. Mm. It's like, okay, which card am I going to pull? It's how I do every reading. And, and then I pull it. And I just trust it. Mm-hmm. I just trust it. And then write down, say for instance, if you use an Oracle deck, write down what came to you. Maybe mm-hmm. you're like, what's the energy governing me today? Or, um, you know, we have to kind of be like a little clear on the question, True. but you could just say, speak to this conference that I'm hosting, this event that I'm putting on. What do I need to know in mm-hmm. order to make it successful or which direction do I need to go in, you know? And then pull the card, write down what has come to you as you listen to it. Just let the energy speak to you. Just go with it, the first thought, Mm -hmm. write it down. And then you have to begin to kind of watch things play out. Um, There are times when we are a little bit more like open where guides are gonna be kind of like catching your attention. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, when you keep seeing the same color, yeah. Or it's like every day this bluebird keeps showing up. <laughs> and half the time, see, part of the reason people struggle with working with their guides is because we just, the guides are like putting on these big shows and like, not oh, I'm going to show it. her I am here. Mm. And we're just like, oh, that bluebird out there. Or don't even <laughs> notice it because we're so lost <laughs> in our thoughts, you know? Yeah. yeah. And then the but the, and then the next thing you know the bluebird is tapping on the window almost Hello. you know which bluebirds don't do that right but <laughs> maybe they come and flutter down in front of your car and then you stop and you pull up on your phone or if you have a book on animal totems and you look and see what is this bluebird about you know what what's the meaning of the bluebird and then you stop and you like you know register how does this relate to my life what is the message mm. and if you feel like I don't really know what this means just be open to it Mm. I have things happen to me like today I was listening to one of my astrology teachers as I was passing this new product that's in the the grocery store, Mm -hmm. the word focus. Look, I didn't even catch it at the time. This is crazy. But it's spelled P-H-O-C-U-S. So it Mm kind of caught my attention Mm. at the exact moment that I looked at that. Mm-hmm. My astrologer said the word focus. I was like, oh my gosh. So being <laughs> that type of person kind of can help you open up. Mm-hmm. And I can assure you, Janelle, mm-hmm. I f- have to work on focus. I tell myself all the time, focus, Tyra. Mm-hmm. You know, so th- things that look like coincidences, mm-hmm. maybe they're not coincidences. Maybe it's like a message. No, this is really my guides Mm. trying to give me a message. But we have to be open to hear them. Yes. One last thing that I really wanted to also share as um, as an indication of your guides helping you is ideas. Yes. I believe ideas are entities. They are energies. They are sentient beings. Mm. And so when we have an idea come to us, and I remember when I started thinking. I dismiss a lot of these ideas that come to me, but then, <laughs> you know, they'll come back because they're like, no, I really want you to do this, Tyra. Mm. Ideas are guides also. Mm. Um, but it's more of like that it, you, it feels inspired. It's not that racing mind that a lot of us are plagued with right now. Mm. It, it, it truly feels like an inspired idea. And so you can write it down. And that idea, because a lot of times the way the guides lead us is, they will have us get go to point A, but that's not really where we need to be. And then, but we weren't gonna go to A no. because in order to get to B, 
we needed to go to A first, you know? So it's kind of like they can help us baby step Mm -hmm. our way Mm -hmm. through this space-time continuum. And sometimes it will come through an idea which will unfold unto. You've had that happen before? Yeah. You had an idea and it unfolds and it becomes something totally different from the original idea, Mm -hmm. but you're like, if I hadn't had that idea. I just, I honestly believe that in every sense of the word. And we had a guest on a few weeks ago um, and I shared a story about how my partner is trying to come up with his idea for an online business. And um, it's not that he doesn't have an idea, it's that he has so many ideas. Mm-hmm. And I exactly said what you have just said is that it's <laughs> not the idea, that idea doesn't really matter. It's that you jump on that idea and then the next one will come, and then the next one will come. The person I am today is because I listened to a thought that came in my mind back in 2016 to study to become a health coach. Look at me now. I don't identify as a health coach. I don't tell people what to eat, but I am doing this work in the world because I listened to that idea. And Mm -hmm. that is that is so so true and i love that you identify ideas as being mm-hmm. how did you word it ideas are not being sentient beings Senti- oh, they wow. are mm-hmm. they are intelligent beings they are alive mm, i think that's so powerful they are intelligence <laughs> I, I read this book years ago um i think it was an elizabeth gilbert one maybe mm-hmm. but that's, it was called that's exactly what big I'm magic about. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so ladies if if this um thought that we are you know fleshing out here is landing with you go and read that book big magic it will mm-hmm. make you make action on your ideas that come to you it really well oh such a powerful book tyra i think yeah. you are amazing and i just love being oh. in your presence and i'm really hoping that the ladies who are listening at home or on their commute or while going for a walk are really getting some goodness out of this and I love that you've simplified the process of how just to begin a conversation with your guides you have clients that you work with Mm -hmm. can you share with us say a story or two Mm -hmm. of how connecting with guides has helped some of your clients in some way shape or form in their life Hmm. Yeah. One is um, it was sort of like a combination with mm-hmm. this one. Um, this was early on in my priesthood, and I had a friend who was in a very bad marriage, mm-hmm. and she needed to get out of this marriage. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sorry for laughing. Uh, it's okay. But it's just this story. We laugh about it now. <laughs> so um, what ended up happening was she was going to sign the lease again to stay with this husband that she needed to leave. And um, all of a sudden, I felt this energy around me. Mm. And I said, no, you're not. You're not going to sign that lease. I'm telling you right now today. And I used to be on the phone with her like all the time, like, you know, doing everything I can to help keep her from like going crazy being with this man. Mm. And I said, no, you're not, you're not signing that lease. You are going to get out of there. And, um, she must've listened to her guys. She said, okay, so this is how crazy it is. I was probably 10 hours away from there. And it just so happened that she lived in the same city as one of my priestess sisters who Mm -hmm. I've never hung out with a long time. We've just known each other for a while. Mm -hmm. And my priestess sister was not even at home. And I said to her, I need my friend to come and stay at your house. She had never met my friend. I said, I need my friend to come and stay at your house. She said, I'm just going to leave the key. I won't be there. She can just come get the key and she can stay there. And sure enough, my friend, you know, just she just left everything at her place and she Mm -hmm. just went over to the priestess friend's house and that's where she met her ancestors who were sort of like we're gonna knock some sense into you at that point there was no going back she knew Mm -hmm. she could not go back because they had just like and I'm, i'm just gonna be honest there are times when we work with our, our guides and it feels so beautiful and so aligned. We have these stories with the animals lining up in front of us. And sometimes the guides come through with a tough message. Yeah, I take it all because yeah. I want to be, you know, I want things to work out for my highest and greatest good. Mm. And it is because of all three of our guides conspiring together 
that my friend was able to get out of that marriage and get herself healed up and moving in the direction that she was supposed to go on, which was actually working with her ancestors and healing. There was a lot of healing that her ancestors needed. Um, and then I have another um, client that I've recently worked with who pretty much she's spiritual, but she was still pretty religious not too long ago. Mm. And so we started working together. And when I started seeing like this difference that it was making in her, she went from depression and just laying on the couch day in and day out to connecting with guides that were ancient Mm. to help her and navigating, bringing her health back into a better place because guides Mm -hmm. can help us with anything. Mm -hmm. Um, Navigating a sketchy employment situation that was happening for her Mm -hmm. and helping her to figure out the level of wounding in her family lineage that needed healing Mm -hmm. so that she could live a healthier, happier life. And it all stemmed from her starting to work with her guides. And so there was a lot of trauma. Like the more I talked to her, I was like, dang, I did not know this. But she is so much happier and much more well-adjusted because her guides showed up, Mm. showed her, what the situation was that needed healing and then actually showed her how to do the healing work. So I just feel like guides help us to live a life that's more enriched and Mm -hmm. balanced. And oftentimes we most need our guides, if I'm being 100, is when things are rough. Yeah, well, like I said at the beginning of this episode, I was sat there in my car looking at my bank account and I was freaking out. I was like, I have left a good paying job and I'm doing all of the things and I haven't seen any further progress from it. And in that moment, I was like, there's got to be another way. And so just such a short amount of time, you know, even just in say two months as we're recording this, if that releasing the belief that it's all on me. And this is something that our previous guest, mm. Crystal, who I'll link that episode in the show notes, she mentioned as well. She said to me, she's like, Janelle, it's not all on you. Like you have support. And I'm like, what do you mean? Like, yes, I have an amazing partner and yes, I have some beautiful friends, but they're not doing the thing. I am. And that's obviously not what she meant. Like she meant there are yeah. guides around you and mm-hmm. lean on them and give things up. And kind of like what you mm-hmm. mentioned before, whether it works or not, do you feel better? Yes, mm. then it freaking worked. And it worked. that has happened to me to the point where now I am halfway already to my goal of one-on-one clients to the point where I can just keep doing this. I'm halfway yes. away. And that has only been six weeks, six to eight weeks since I was almost crying in my car. And that that has come from giving up this reliance that it's all on me. And that has been an opening this channel and this path to there are guides out there for my highest good, whether it is my friends or family members who have passed or whether it is angels or it doesn't even matter, but there's a team there to support Mm -hmm. and it it's just nice. It's so nice knowing that it's not all on you, right? It, it is. And first of all, congratulations. Thank and you. And <laughs> you have brought a thought to me that I wanted to make sure, Janelle, that I drove home. So we live in a society that is very much into the masculine energy, which yes. I am pro-masculine and I'm pro-feminine. Mm-hmm. But too much of either one, it just doesn't work well for us. Mm-hmm. And so... Here we have, you know, this thought of, you know, you got to think, you got to pull yourself up by your bootstraps, you know, you got to work hard, these kinds of thoughts, um, which is very masculine. Mm. And I say that part of the oppression of women has come in minimizing things like intuition and understanding that there's a non-physical guide, rest, Um, manifesting with ease and flow. That's how Mm. I see feminine energy as showing up in the world. And so part of 
the game that has been run to keep women from accessing their power and our power lies in our wombs mm-hmm. which is a whole nother different show but it is. trust and believe bring me back <laughs> bring me back trust and believe the guidance is actually the wisdom that's in our womb it's just naturally in us okay mm. and so the more we don't rely on it it's like a muscle it becomes atrophied mm-hmm. but a, one of the greatest ways that we can um, push back against anything that would seek to, um, to um, oppress us, one of the ways that we can step fully into our power as women is to understand that to follow your intuition is greater than to follow your mind. I believe that the two are connected and we need both because they work in tandem. I can have all this intuition, but baby, if I don't put it into action and operation, it's just going to be, you know, it was just all this great intuition. Mm. And, you know, with the ladies who I coach, I tell them we need more intuition Mm. in the boardrooms, in entrepreneur spaces. Some of the most successful entrepreneurs I know have shaman they are using astrology. It is important for us to understand that to work with our guides is a superpower. It makes us extremely powerful as evidenced by you. You did all the <laughs> things that you were told to do. You thought about it. You had the camera booked out. I mean, the calendar booked out mm-hmm. and you were given it 100%. And then your guide said, okay, just gone ahead when you're ready. We're going to talk to you. <laughs> Once you were like, you know what? Just universe, help a sister out. Yes. Next thing you know, Janelle is halfway to her goal of having all the clients that she needs in her mm-hmm. practice at this particular phase. Mm-hmm. And isn't it easier, Janelle? It is so much easier. And I, 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 I love what you just said, though, about, you know, we need masculine and we need feminine. I completely agree. And for some reason what came to my mind as you were sharing that was around mind and womb would mind be say the masculine side of us and then the womb is more that feminine side if we were relating those two together yeah I think that the mind is it it, it's interesting because I think everything is mind now that I Mm. you know really think about your question honestly mind so we have the brain and we have the thinking mind yes and then we have the the mind that is uh just pure consciousness mm. which it, it it connects i guess that that thinking mind that logical mind to the power of our wombs and so you know, look at that the, the, even this game of it's it's a curse to you know have all you know to we have this curse of the the monthly flow and, and the um, cramps and the pain of childbirth. Yeah. But honestly, if we just say, you know what, this womb is birthing whole humans. Your mom birthed you. A whole mm-hmm. human came through your mom's womb. Yeah. I birthed two babies, two whole humans. There is some power in that womb. Yes. And the more we are connected to or allowing the wisdom in the womb, which is just, this is, it just really boils down to what we're talking about today. Trust your gut. Mm. Be open to there's something else beyond here. It has to be because where are these babies coming from? They, it's <laughs> it's got to be something really magical. That's yeah. another way of understanding, trusting our guides. Our guides are like, would you like magic or would you just like to work? Which one would you like, magic or work? Mm-hmm. But the mind, the logical mind to me is more of the masculine. The The greater mind mm. is just what all ties it together. And so when we have that beautiful connection, and I know you understand this because you're doing it, mm. of, okay, guys, today do I work or do I rest? Okay, I'm supposed to rest today. Seemed like I was supposed to work. But if the guides say rest, and then what happens when we rest? Maybe we get rejuvenated mm. and then we're able to double our output after mm. taking a, you know, a time of rest or maybe during that time of rest, it's like, finally it clicked for me. I now know what I need to do mm-hmm. when logically the schedule says you need to get this done. The guides, our inner guidance, our intuition, it will tell us 
No, this is not. And, and I do want to say one other thing. Sometimes our guides will speak through someone else. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we're listening and it's like, this person doesn't even know what's going on with me, but it's as if they know or some for some people. And I don't like this, but for some people it's just straight up. Somebody will walk off the street and just be like, Hey, you need to go do this. You need to go write that book. And you know, we're like, where did this person come from? They don't even know me. The, yeah. They will go because our guides care so much. They will go to the ends of the universe. They will raise up water in front of you and just be like, you know, at the, maybe at a lake where it's like, there should not be any water raising up right now. There's no wind or nothing. And you're just seeing the fish and the water jumping up. Who knows? Mm. Because our guides, they're like your destiny, you and your destiny are so important that we're willing to do whatever it takes if you go too long without listening. But it's more of like a breeze when we hear it, when we just, I just live every day, like, okay, guides, tell me what to do. And then I use my thinking mind. You know, that's a part of being here in the space-time continuum. I get to manifest, see the ideas, see the steps to take. Um, So just to have them work together is a beautiful thing. Honestly, Tyra, I could talk to you all day. (laughs) There is just so much goodness here. And ladies, you are going to love this. If you have enjoyed this chat, Tyra, goes live on YouTube all the time Mm -hmm. and she is just this beaming ball of light every Mm. single time and I love over the past few weeks Tyra I haven't told you this but I've just been tuning in and watching some of your YouTube videos and yeah Mm -hmm. and I don't I don't um, get to watch them live obviously with the time zone difference and things but I I just love seeing you shine your light and Mm. you know on this mission of helping women to same as me become their best selves and to live and stand in their truth and it is just so beautiful so thank you so much Tyra for being on the show today I'm so grateful that I met you and that now I've just um you know forced you to be in my orbit and we're friends now so thank you you're stuck with me forever it's our guides (laughs) that brought us together to tie it all together (laughs) thank you guys love and appreciate you you. (laughs) I appreciate you for having me on today thank you all